Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm Ben. I'm Jimmy. And we are at the Great Dane. Great Dane. Drinking some Wisco Old Fashions, but with a little twist this week. We've got a few twists this week. A couple twists and turns. Yeah. So you want to tell them about the drink twist? Which oh, yeah. is not like twist in the lemon form, which is normally how Yeah, yeah, with twist a twist. Is, yeah. Right, right. Like uh like in the Vesper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a plot twist. This is a plot twist. <laughs> this is a blackberry old fashioned and I didn't actually ask. I should like have asked. Like, it's definitely got blackberries muddled into it, but I bet they're using a little blackberry liqueur there's or some kind of blackberry simple syrup because it's it's got some good. Jimmy, do you want to tell people why we don't know? Yeah, because uh, starting this week, we are actually live. Actually live. We do, um, as a disclaimer, hold the rights to on occasion not be live, barring you know travel or other things that prohibit us, and you know pre-recording becomes a necessity. Um, but, or like for the real reason why we really weren't on last week, someone gets COVID. Yeah. Um, it can happen. Uh, it can happen. Uh, I'm a survivor. Um, my entire household <laughs> is full of survivors. Sing that Reba loud and proud. Uh, Reba. Night when the lights went out in Georgia. The only Reba song I know is Survivor, which is pretty indicative you don't know of fancy? my generation. No. Fancy don't let me die. I'm... Uh, yeah, I know. It's, I know. You know. I there's know. there's a lot there. I'm still I'm still still proud of you. Thanks. Um, Thanks. But yeah, we've got a handful of things to kind of dig into. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about kind of our live format and what's going to change? I mean, well, first of all, we can talk to you all now. So yes, if you're watching us you. on any platform that we're on, it doesn't matter if it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, go ahead and just jump in the chat and we'd be happy to talk to you live, answer questions, whatever. Um, so it would be more interactive. Uh, and then also, officially things are on iTunes right now. So um, you'll you'll probably see episode uploads like the day after, um, or since it's Friday, the Monday after, um, when the episode will go live on iTunes and then you can see it that way. So any show notes or any reference to anything that we're linking to is all gonna be updated after the fact. So you can find it on iTunes or you can find it in the like a pinned comment or in the description of the videos as we go. Yeah, so. If we make promises, uh, we'll let you know how those will roll out in real time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, we were kind of a uh, victim of the Apple gods there for a bit, uh, trying to get syndicated. Yeah, um, but we made it. But we made it, and we're live, and, and we're super, super excited um, to kind of push the format a little bit and yeah. see, see what happens. See what we can um, do. I'm excited about logistics today, which is... It's a weird feeling. It's a isn't weird it? feeling, yeah. But like, I just I'm thinking about some stuff, and like, I'm just like, yeah, this is actually pretty cool. Like, right. I can't I can't wait to see some of this rolling like, out. On the list of things that, that like I expected to ever say in my life, that was not <laughs> that was not on my bingo card of things I would be excited <laughs> about. But um, well, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's quite a time to be in the space, and um, there's a lot. I mean. So much is changing, so much is moving. I was on a call earlier today, and I really think that, um, which we're going to talk about some of these, touch on some of these things later, but, you know, with, with inflation and with um, workforce shortages and, you know, people pushing towards a gig economy and all these different things, um, you know, I think we're fine. I think automation is finally going to start to see its day in supply yeah. chain out of necessity. I mean, it's, I hate that it took a global pandemic to get there. Sure. 
Um, you know what they say about necessity, though? <laughs> it's the yeah, mother of automation. It's the mother of invention. Mother of invention. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm digging the old-fashioned. I am, too, obviously. <laughs> you can see my... No, this is great. It's his first one, I promise. Yeah, we know it's Corbell, so that's yeah, nice. Yeah, they, they used Corbell. They sold us on that, so they're keeping the per capita um, investment requirements on, on point there. We've got a, tr a floating treat of orange slice as well as the muddled blackberry. Yeah. Um, there's quite a coating on the bottom. I kind of want like a Ooh, cocktail like a straw stick, to be able yeah. to swizzle stick. That's a great word. Get a little... Um, mm -hmm. Be able to kind of move that up a bit, but... Um, you know, plastic's bad for the environment, so it's right. okay. I'll be all right. Um, and then we've got an extra treat on the side, which I will be enjoying at the end of this beverage. Oh, yeah. But it it takes the... Um... It takes overly sweetness of a traditional Wisconsin old-fashioned, yep. which is not a traditional old-fashioned, um, which we go back to earlier <laughs> episode, episode session. Podcast. I guess episode now. Episode. Yeah. Episode um, one. Episode one. Uh, go go back to the prequels um, <laughs> to see. <Don't. laughs> probably don't. Um, to learn more about all of our feelings. Um, we've got a viewer. We do have a viewer. Um, a viewer say all hey. Of, all of our feelings. Hey. Um, about all of our feelings related to old fashions and Wisconsin old fashions. And we, we won't dig into all that right now. Um, but I, it, um, it takes away like the the gut rot sweetness yeah. of that and not that the fruit isn't sweet but the, you think of a blackberry and biting into it and it's got that tartness to it as well yeah. and it's it's not like a sour which is also a Wisconsin old fashioned option I bet they're not using any Sprite or 7-Up in this I don't think so I think that's There's not like it's not carby no the sweetness I'm getting is like fruit sweetness like yeah, and it's nice. It's Stephanie, refreshing. Can I get a copy of the cocktail menu? Yes. Thank you so Thanks. much. I think one's good. One's good. Yeah, yeah perfect. appreciate it. it. It has the ingredients listed, so perfect. we're going to dig we're into gonna this. Um, we're going to know once and for all. And our, our wonderful server is like, was really, I think, expecting us to leave her alone while we were doing this and is now very like, oh, we lost our viewer. Yeah. Um, it's very, it was probably a glitch. I'm sure they're still there. Um, was like very um, disturbed at us invoking her into the episode, but here we are. Her name's Stephanie. If you're ever, we're at the East Side, great day in Madison. So if you're local, um, there's such a good vibe here. It's a great kind place. Kind of all over the place today, but it's Friday. No, it's um, a great place. Like there's a fireplace. They've got shuffleboard table. There's all upstairs for like events and different things and. Um, you can see the if you sit upstairs and it's clear. You can see the Capitol. Can you? It's I not like it's not like super close. Not like in Ovino. Yeah, it's not Capitol, like if you're eating anywhere on the isthmus or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's still nice. It's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. I have not actually been upstairs in this location, so yeah. it's um, definitely. It seems like it's more elevated on this part of the east side than yeah. the rest. So you're kind of looking down on downtown, which and is I, cool. I feel like we've experienced this together, but there there are spaces I see the Capitol building in Madison that I'm like. Cool. Yeah, it's it like is. surprising. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't expect to be able to see that from here, um, which is which is cool. So yeah, great day in Eastside. Um, and Stephanie's server. I don't know what the hostess's name is, but she's been phenomenally accommodating. Everybody here is well, super so. nice. It's and I, my friend Haley um, manages the um, 
that's not true. It's not Haley. It's Tara that manages um, the one on the square. Um, but they're good friends, and I don't think I ever am uh, enjoying an adult beverage with one without the other in our little circle. But um, just awesome people, awesome vibe. And there's what three? They have three locations. Three, four? four, I think. Four locations. They've got east side. They've got one over by Hilldale on the west side. Yeah. They've got the one on the square, and then they've got one in Fitchburg. Yeah, I was say one out yonder west like yeah um okay sweet so four four locations they brew um their own beer and quite a variety of different beers um and then always have they have like their core um beers and then some special taps that rotate and things they've got a strawberry i think it's says i can't i don't have my glass i think it's strawberry haze IPA Ooh, that, um, that I want to I want to give a give a rip at some point, but this um, I'm not I, I'm digging the old fashioned. This is the only Wisconsin sweet or brandy sweet old fashioned that I've ever had that I've actually liked. And you have faked it so well on the in the well, prequels. I mean, of let's this I, let's be like that's like is a strong. Like, yeah, like I get it. Dislike, I get it. Strong. If like you would you might seek it out. Like you might come here and order. You know exactly. Like, I might yeah. I might even recommend this to friends. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh good! So, now we got we got the secret sauce. So blackberry citrus old fashioned. Yeah. So it's just Corbell brandy, blackberry, orange, and citrus bitters. Really? Wow! Knocked it out. This is great. Yeah. This is this is everything a Wisconsin old fashioned could be. Everything it is. It could be. And at today, Great Dane. It is at the Great Dane. Blackberry. Who knew? Blackberry's where it's at. Um. So Jimmy, there's something I'm. I understand, like. There's something I understand you really have not um, partaken in that I'm a little disappointed about. Yeah, I um, I think I might be one of the few people that I know yeah. that's like in that like demographic of people that you think like they would do this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, that hasn't jumped on this bandwagon. Join this saw, particular group. I saw a meme, um, and I'm laughing to myself because I was listening to a podcast this morning, and I wanted to just get to the content of it, and they were just doing all this like. Peripheral stuff, and I'm like, we're those people. (laughs) But this tweet I saw earlier, it says, just imagine your 2019 self trying to make sense of this tweet. And then the the subtweet is, Wordle is the sourdough starter of Omicron. That's, (laughs) I see that, yes. That's so good. That's a great, and. Like, imagine reading that sentence in 2019. You'd have been like, that would be, what are you talking about? But. Speaking of Wordle, Jimmy has never Wordled. I've never done this. So we're gonna we're gonna Wordle. I'm gonna I don't I don't have any idea how this works. Alright, so how I wonder this... can I refresh this and will it give me the instructions? Let's find yes, out. It will. Whoa. Okay, so Jimmy, the way this works, you get six tries. Six tries, okay. Um okay. it's all it's a five letter word. It's gotta be five letters. No more, no less. Gotcha. Um I don't know if this is true or not, but I don't think like plurals are at play. Oh, interesting. But okay. the same letter can be used more than once. Okay. Which was something it so took. I was several weeks before I realized that. So, like, if it's a word like "fools" has two O's two in O's. it. Okay, got it. Got it. So, if the if if the word was "fools" and the first word that you guessed was "from," which is four letters, but. For all intents and purposes, okay. Here. I see what you mean. I would get the F and the O. 
you would get the F and the O, but you wouldn't know that you missed an O in the middle. You would just know that that third O is right. So just because a letter is right in one spot doesn't mean it can't be right in an additional spot as well. That was something I was several iterations in before. So it's more about the order of the letters. It's about the order of the letters and the content of the letters, but not the number of appearances by any particular So it's letter. not like Wheel of Fortune. It's not like Wheel of Fortune. Interesting, okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. That's the perfect way to say it. And so if you guess a letter and it's the right letter in the right spot, it's green. If the letter is contained in the word but it's not in the right spot, it'll be yellow. Gotcha. Um, and if it comes in gray, that means it's not in the word in any way, shape, or form. So now all of these tweets with like random boxes that I've been seeing make a little more so sense. much more yeah. sense now. Yeah. I get it. I saw one the other day that was like Wordle and then it was the date and just all the boxes were blacked out, which I thought was yeah. pretty funny. The, uh, that's that a bad day. didn't do it. It's yeah. a bad day on the Wordle. Yeah. That basically means they never guessed any vowels, I feel like. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it was an intentional, like yeah. they did it for the tree. But the other thing is it has to be a word. Like you can't okay. just throw out letters. Like it, Your guesses have to be words that hit their the Wordle dictionary. Okay, so, all right, all right. On whatever database they're using. So there are a lot of different strategies that people try to deploy. Some days I come at this from a strategy mindset like, I want to pick a word that has a lot of vowels at first so I kind of get a sense. Other days, I just pick a word that I've been, like, that's come across my radar, you know, just throw it out there and see what happens. Random. Um, I don't know that one approach is necessarily better than the other. Hmm. Uh, if you're trying to solve it fast, sometimes guessing just a random word is great because you get lucky. Um, trying to you know solve it correctly just trying to get it within six i think that you know trying to get a lot of vowels is good because you at least process of elimination um but all right our first word that we're gonna guess here it's got to be five letters okay i'm gonna try click click oh throwing out double c single vowel this is a bold move oh i didn't know all right well here we go <laughs> are you committed yeah you sure why not backtrack no, no no let's do it all right let's see what happens so stressful. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you, I got a K, right, but that so means it's, it's not in it's order. It's in the word somewhere. There's a um, K. Dang, man, that's not a great uh, words with K. And then you can see, like, on the keyboard, it's going to black, like, gray out for you. Like, you know, there's no I. There's oh, no, there's okay, no okay. That's so useful. it can kind of help you. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's through great. options. Um, let's try. Um, no, that wouldn't work. It gets the brain going. Yeah, this is nice. This is nice. I like it. Um, I want to say cork. But that's four letters. I could say corks, but you said plurals aren't at play. Yeah. Stork. That's is that too many? Nope. Okay, let's try stork. See what happens. S T O R K. Is that how you spell stork? I'm hoping so. Well, the K we know is not in the last position. Oh, that's true. That's true. This is not a very but strategic play. But it might play. tell you that other letters. What about C stack? All the stuff I'm thinking of has K right. at the end. Your brain's going oh, that way because you've already got gosh. like the. This is tough. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, you know, um, like you, you're gonna yeah, quickly find it. out if I mean R S T R M. Like those are wheel of fortune letters. Sorry. Let's sure. give it a rip. See what happens. I understand why there's all the blocks now. Okay, I got another one. I got all right, R and so K. There's an R and a K, um, but it doesn't end in R and K. Um. 
Oh my gosh, I can only think of like four letter words. <laughs> um, damn. Oh wait, no, it's only four letters. Maybe rat. No, racket wouldn't work. Um, rakes wouldn't work because it's plural. Wouldn't necessarily mean anything. And all I can think of is like stack. Um, <laughs> You're like stuck, but there is no like, ST. ST yeah, is yeah. out. And there's, I'm not thinking of too many words that start with a K and also have an R in them. Oh. Um, Rocket? Too many letters. Dang it. But I like, you know, I like the effort. What about like... Um, yeah, this would take me way more than five minutes. <laughs> uh, I've, I've got an idea here. Um, Okay, it's probably not work because R and K, and that's not enough letters. Uh, okay, okay. Um, it couldn't be racket, I don't think. Kraken? How, no, how would you spell that in five letters, Jimmy? Yeah, you couldn't. You okay, couldn't. just checking. Um, um, Krill? K R I L L? Yeah, we already knew that. Well, but you now know that the R is not in either the second or the third position. It does not start or end with K. I also knew that I wasn't on there. I should But, I mean, you know, your first time. First this is, time. This is getting intense It's now. stressful, right? You got three more wire. chances here. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Everybody has to see this. <laughs> so, as you're thinking about words, what which is important. It couldn't be dork. Yeah, I mean, no, I couldn't. Um, dorky? Is that... Probably not. Is that a word? I want to know if it's a word. It is a word. Oh! oh. Okay, it's R-K-Y. Oh, that makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Thank you. We're getting somewhere. Um, it's probably not forky because I don't think that's it. And it's also <laughs> well, there's no, no O. o. Yeah. And um, so there's no I, there's no O. Arky. Uh, yeah, it's so like Arky, Erky. Ookie. Uh, there's no D. So it could be an A. It could be probably not an E. Jerky. Let's try jerky. I'm good at spelling. Nope. Okay, it's... What? What word is that? Herky. Like in cheer. Like, when, like in gymnastics when you do a herky. I don't know if that's how you spell it. What about perky? Oh, yeah. What about perky? That's a great... <laughs> that's a great... Perfectly logical... Definitely not... Um, Yep, we did it. it. We Perky. solved it. All right. We solved it. We wordled. So that's it. We're, so we're it took the... all six. That's okay. It's your first go. Yeah. Um, so people do this in less than six. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I bet there's like Twitter people that are like just they they know and they anticipate what the next day's world is gonna be. This probably goes really my, deep. My sister got it. I think in three today. I'm hooked. Which I is am hooked. ridiculous. The do you want to know the best part about this game, Jimmy? What? You only there's only one word a day. I so, kind of want more though. Like I want to practice. Know, but that's the thing, right? I like, get you better. can't get like you oh can't get addicted gosh. in a way that's you know as wow. harmful as it could be because there's only one a day, so it's not gonna like take up your time. True. That's what I like about it. Because <laughs> do you remember words with friends? Oh yeah. I remember oh words my with friends. gosh. Yeah, that, like, that took up too much time. Too much. Too many time. words. Too many friends. Too many words. Not too many friends for me, but too many words. Um, <laughs> I would just find random people in the... Yeah, you know. no, you know, forget I said that, it's fine. Um, <laughs> supply chain. That's what I was going to um, say. Maybe, I don't know if supply chains... 
Do oh. people care about supply chain? I don't know, but we should like. So there's been all these spinoffs of Wordle, right? Like there's been, um, um, Loodle. It's like What's it's all Loodle? it's all like adult words. Oh, like, okay, I get it. There's Lude. been um, I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but like Lordle, and it's all like religious terms. <laughs> um, I feel like I could be interested. Right? In that. Right? Like I found my niche. Um, <laughs> And everything, but maybe we should come up with like the supply chain version of Wordle. That's not a bad idea. Leave a review. Yeah, we want to know. Like, <laughs> you, would you or play? like put a comment down if you would play supply chain Wordle? Yeah, I'm what gonna have to called? think about Shipple? Ship, Shipple. I like Shipple. Um, <laughs> supple. Wait, that's already a word. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, if you'd play, would you play, and what would you call it? Yeah, um, that's a good idea. And I'm sure, like. I'm sure the higher ups at Transportation Insight Holding Company would want to deploy engineering resources toward building this. Well, you know how like obviously. on Google when it goes down, you've got like the dinosaur game, right? Like this could be that for the yeah. like, for any tech that we have. I love it. Forget the Rubik's cube. Yeah. Play a Wordle. We want to play a Wordle no. while, while See, you're waiting that, on those real time tenders. This is where the good ideas happen. Where you're waiting on those real time rates, that which might be take sub second. You can get your Wordle in for the day. It might be the Corbell speaking. But, yeah. um, so not a ton has changed in the market. No. But we're starting to get some broader glances at what's happening in the market. Um, yeah. And one of those things, which has been a theme, but is now, I mean, we're really seeing data that's like jaw-dropping around rate increases. Yes. Yes. It's like, this spot market is volatile. And I'm basing a lot of this off the spot market because I think it can set the tone in terms of that. But like in the last six months, there's been a 16% increase in spot rates, That's including year year. no, yeah. like 16% in six months. In six months. Yeah. So going from September, I guess Labor Day, Labor Day. those things were at like $3.60 to now when they like a couple weeks ago peaked at like three eighty three a mile. Yeah. So it's like that... And, and like, there's some people that are saying, like, seasonality is returning, and, like, yes, it's going down a little bit, and, like, there's stuff that's changing, but we're on, like, a razor's edge, and it's, like, one, yeah. It's, like, yeah. if you're, I've heard this from people who have gone to the Panama Canal, and then they're walking across it. It's, like, on the one side you look, and it's fine, there's water right there, and then on the other side you look, and it's, like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Um, it's kind of like that, except for we don't know which side. This witch. Yeah. Um, and anything and it feels can force like it could it. change at any given second. Any given too. second. So with, with this being an elevated starting point, and we're going into uncertain terms, I'm not enough of an optimist to think that people are going to be like, "Oh, it's fine. Let's go ahead and drive things down." Like, no, costs are going to continue to go up. Yeah, and any any sharp pivot not going to be good either direction. Um, yeah, yeah. In the big picture, but you know, I, I mean, clearly, we're seeing. A stock market, domestic stock market that is correcting, <laughs> correcting. Um, it's the optimistic way. Of yeah, it. and you know, which is reflective of a lot of different things that are happening. But one of those certainly is inflation, which has been a huge topic recently. And seeing you know, consumer demand has been so high through this pandemic, which is just reflective of things that are way too deep to dig into on uh, within the the rails just, of what we're here we can to just talk put about. that in the supply chain is broken bucket yeah <laughs> like yeah humanity is broken bucket uh, no, yeah yeah um, demand has been so high through this pandemic uh, but we're seeing 
you know, inflation just continuing with, so you've got national debt just skyrocketing, which is all like, to me, fake, no, like, monopoly, monopoly money. money, exactly, yeah, yeah. like, oh, we'll just buy this and it'll be fine. Sure. Um, you know, I mean, there's just so, there's so many things I think that are contributing, but the inflation is a huge piece and at what point does consumer demand start to naturally recess in response to, to inflation. inflation? Yeah, yeah. When do we get to some kind of equilibrium? Yeah. Because that's, that's like what's going to be, it, it seems like that's what's next is right. like, it's not going to be a flood of capacity at all. <laughs> um, it's not going to be a flood of new drivers because 18 across state lines now. Like it's not going to be things like that. Those are it's, cute, but it's, they're they're good and they're useful. But those are more long term yeah. solutions. Those are things that are going to come into into play much later in the game. So it's like, yeah, no, the next frontier, if you will, is when consumer demand, like when it corrects. So essentially, like it, we're going to peak, I'm guessing, with prices and then start to go down. Um, what's going to be interesting to see, and what I would love to look at, I haven't looked at this yet, but just like historically when stuff like this has happened, what has happened to shipping rates? Yeah. Like, does this set a new benchmark? Right. Because it seems like it will. Right. And well, this is already is this super a, high. Yeah, is this I mean, a, I guess that's what inflation is. Like, is this when an you outlier? Think about it. Is this a season, like, are we going to hit a spot and then go, oh, just kidding, we want to go back to 2019? Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably not. Yeah, is know? there going to be much a crash? Change. Yeah, too much. I mean, do I want to predict or, or naysay a crash? No, I definitely, I, that's not what I want to get involved in, but you know, we, we are certainly in a particular season right now. And mostly that season is winter. Winter. And so I have prepared some trivia questions <laughs> for you, Jimmy. This is a great segue. About winter. I was not prepared for this. Thank you. Segways are what I do, not <laughs> oh what I ride. Because we all know the inventor of Segway died riding a Segway. Um, if you didn't know that, look it up. It's the, the craziest thing. Um, so I, I have a handful of questions here, Jimmy. There are. We're going to start. I'm going to throw you trivia every week. All right. Um, I'm in I, I've gotten really hooked. I think this, for me, comes out of like, I got super hooked on like uh, Jeopardy Amy. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The last few months. Yeah. And what like, a run. Oh, what a run. And I've always loved. Well, loved is really strong, but I've always really appreciated Jeopardy. Um, but uh, Amy has really talked a lot about her process of how she like retains knowledge and accesses Ooh, knowledge. You and love that. Things. She's, oh, man. Yes. So it, I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's. Let's trivia, Jimmy. So I'm going to oh, start out. Fun. These are going to start out easy. And then get progressively and then get a little bit. It's like harder. 100. Yeah, I'll yeah. take, I'll take uh, trivia for 100. There you go. So what is it called when animals sleep during winter? Hibernation. What Nailed is hibernation? It. What is hibernation? Yes. Animals sleeping during winter. What is hibernation? Which I just learned recently, as I think a lot of people did, is that like hibernation is not just like a go to sleep and don't wake up until the spring. Yeah. It's like progressive and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is I'm reading a book right now called Wintering. Um, nice. And it's it's so far. I mean, I'm like 38 pages in, but so far super good. Um, Jimmy, what are the official? And this is like for those of you who don't have context, Jimmy is on his second Wisconsin winter. Um, I'm on my like second and a half, um, so it's great. Ugh. What are the official months of winter? Oh yeah, I looked this up. Um, of course you did. No, 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 I did because yeah, that's not the right. point of why. Um, no, yeah, it's like 
It's like December to March. December to February. Oh, December to February. Okay. okay. But you were like... I was pretty close. I was pretty you're close. in the realm. Yeah. It doesn't start in November, even if it snows in October. <laughs> even if... Be, or in May. Um, <laughs> we need to charge Mother Nature with some... Yeah. Crimes against we, humanity. Actually, Mother Nature's having a hard enough go, so yeah, I'm not gonna... it's mostly our fault. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're the ones who need to be charged. That's right. So, Jimmy, tell me, usually, which is a great qualifier for a trivia question how many sides do a does a snowflake have do oh, snowflakes oh, have oh. uh six that's right yes what are six what is six? What, what are the sixes so yeah i was um my my girlfriend who hasn't really had a lot of experience with snow was like why do our cars get so dirty when it snows and i was like because the nucleus of most snowflakes is a piece of dirt like a piece of dust so that's how i know that one because yeah, we love did it. some reading of course on it. you did this is this is great this is the um, kind of stuff that I need to... Have you ever... Are you a Game of Thrones person at all? I'm not. I'm not into it. All right, so... It's not that I'm not opposed like opposed to it. Right, it's just not, I never... Yeah, I didn't same, same here, but I thought this was an interesting... Because you always see the meme, like, winter, yeah, winter is coming. Is coming. Yeah. Um, and the question was, winter is coming is the motto of which family in Game of Thrones? Oh, I have no idea. If it were me, like, I wouldn't even know the names of the family. I don't even know the names of the family. So, um, the, I'll just give us the answer. Oh, okay. If anybody knows it, Now's your time to shine. Yeah, pop in the comments. The which family in Game of Thrones coined the phrase "Winter is coming." Uh, the answer to that question is the House House Lannister. Wow, I wouldn't even have been able to guess that. I that's, know. I was that's gonna crazy. give you options, but yeah, multiple time, choice. I might have fared better. Um, so my next question is, and before you answer, I'm going to give you some parameters to help you answer it. Okay. But the question is, what is the coldest recorded temperature in the United States of America? Oh, my Lord. Um, I'm going to invite you to just guess within tens increments. Okay. And then I'll give you the total, like the precise. Is it, uh, is it negative 40? Oh, man, you're so close. Uh, negative 62.2 oh degrees Fahrenheit. Which, so, like, negative 40 is where Fahrenheit and Celsius meet. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Another negative 22. 62.2 Yeah. That must have been in Alaska. I'm guessing. If oh. not, I need to know so I don't end up there. Yeah, like, not even by accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in what country were the first Olympic Winter Games held? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I have no idea. My, if I could venture again. I would say Switzerland. It's not Switzerland. It's not Switzerland. I was thinking because of the Alps. Do you want me to give you multiple choice? Uh, is it Nepal? No. Okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Is it Nepal country? I don't know. That's don't the like, other part of me. Isn't that's Nepal like, like the capital my, of India? My world geography is, is really okay. not doing this so good. This one is like, you, you know this. You know this I think country. New Delhi is the capital of India. You're right, but <laughs> Nepal is in Indonesia, India. maybe. Isn't Nepal in India? I don't know. Anyway, um, the, I have to Google that now. Uh, where is Nepal? Um, the first Winter Olympic Games was held in France. Oh, okay, France. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it says Nepal is in Asia. Well, that's helpful. <laughs> Thanks, Google. <laughs> Um, so, Nepal, so is Nepal a country then? It is. And, oh, wow. the, and the capital is Kathmandu. 
Okay, gotcha. We're so Kevin. We're, do, so I should know about this because that's where Doctor Strange goes. Uh, Marvel. We're both super, super good at yeah, we've world geography. <laughs> um, all right, I I am almost done with trivia here. Okay, okay. Um, which fruit has a variety called winter banana? <laughs> It'd be so funny if it was banana. <laughs> but I'm hoping it's not banana because I'm not going to guess banana. That'd be the easiest right. one. Um, winter banana. It's probably some kind of pepper. It, probably not because what pepper grows in the winter? <laughs> oh my gosh, what fruits grow in the winter? I mean, well, I guess a lot of fruits grow in the winter depending on what your climate is. <laughs> I'm so Western-centric. Um, very monocultural. I don't know if this actually, like, if this variety grows in the West, but it is a very Western fruit. Like, it's one that you likely have in your house right now. The only fruit I have in my house is a banana. It's, oh, man. Or, like, an orange. Like, is it citrus? It's probably, like, a lemon. I don't know. Apple. Oh, so winter, winter banana, banana is a variety of apple. Haven't had wouldn't it. it. Wouldn't it be called? Don't know a, where it grows. Wouldn't it be called a winter banapple? Banane. Um, <laughs> all right, my last question. Oh man, this is all right. What other planet in the solar system, other than Earth, have scientists observed snow upon? Oh shoot! How? When was yes, this? I just grabbed a beer from off screen. When was this trivia question written? By which I mean, was Pluto considered not a planet at the point of the writing of this trivia question? I'll go ahead and tell you it's irrelevant. Okay, so it's not Pluto. <laughs> um, Venus is gaseous. Venus. Is Venus gaseous or is that that's uh, that's, that's uh, Jupiter? I'm. Gaseous. It's probably Mars. Let's go ahead and Mars. Let's it lock it in Mars. Mars final it answer. It is Mars. Well nice. done. Dude. Nice. You know, every once in a while. Well done. Even a blind pig finds Even a truffle. <laughs> is no. that how it goes? I haven't heard that one. Black squirrel and not, but I like pigs and truffles. Let's go with that. Um, I am fascinated. Speaking of winter, like, there is a season and supply chain that is crazy every go around and that's produce season produce season. Um, now i don't know that we're typically talking about produce season in january that's why it's crazy this year <laughs> but here we Jeez are Louise. here we are yeah um so yeah what's going on at bj's <laughs> so bj's is like costco jr as i know it but it's probably much bigger in other places yeah it's in the it's like the wholesale memberships so exactly it's in the sam's costco ecosphere and they like followed costco's lead like when costco chartered their own ships so they have actually partnered with a company to have their own like frozen or, or reefer like dc network so they've got like four locations that are reefer and they've got like all of these trucks like reefers that they can use ahead of produce season. Like they just announced this yesterday, I think, um, which to me is like kind of a turntail and run situation because like we've, like just looking at reefer rejections over the first month of the year, like what is that? It's not even, yeah. and like we're not getting into the thick of it. We're just getting to the start of produce season. But if that's what, BJ's is doing right now to plan for this like yeah if BJ's is already going yeah we might need our own capacity here very um, interesting and it's like part of me is wondering like okay is it a cost issue or is it just 
that you're concerned for a lack of capacity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or is it even just like a hassle issue? Like, yeah, are we just trying to make it more convenient? It could um, be a, co- a compilation of all of those, but. So I know, like, you were the one that really researched this piece of, of today's content. Um, and you mentioned that they secured Burst Logistics. Like, did they acquire Burst Logistics or did they just, like, they had already been partnered with them, so it seems like this is just a dedicated okay. line for them, Got or just it. a dedicated line of capacity. Um, yeah. But the way, so the way they announced, it, they didn't use the term or the word acquisition okay. or anything like that. Um, the way they announced it was more like um, gains or gets. Or, yeah. I'm trying to think of the okay. press release. Um, but yeah, it's. Yeah, we can definitely point to the press re- press release in the show notes. In the show notes. Um, and yeah, it's a really interesting thing and. You know, one of the challenges, I mean, that's a domestic kind of approach and yeah. strategy around looking into produce season and the challenge that, you know, reefers obviously are the, at the heart of produce season. But we've also, you know, as we continue to look at the international and global supply chain, we continue to have all this port congestion, all these challenges there. And, you know, the... The United States exports more than it imports. Most most of us know that. Um, and so we have all of these containers that are, I'm sorry, I said that backwards tonight. We import, import more than, than we, we export. export. Okay. I was um, like, what? It's Friday. Um, so we have all these containers coming in, but we're struggling you know, so not only do we have all this port congestion, but we have all this yard congestion now yeah. full of empty containers yep. slash containers to be emptied. Yeah. That what, like putting things back in those to go out is a much smaller percentage than what's coming in. It just, it doesn't make sense from a cost standpoint. It used to be, we'll just throw those empty containers on a ship that's already going, but now yeah. we're, we're the faster they can that. turn a ship around to bring more stuff exactly in. Yeah, so we've got a lot more a lot more containers that are just sitting and not moving um so then but on the flip side of that you know we've got and a lot of those containers go to china yeah. um not come to and and return to china and one of china's major imports is food i mean they they import the majority of their food and the majority of that comes in in reefer containers. But what is China not exporting? Refrigerated goods. Yeah. So, so now we have uh, all these containers essentially being held hostage in China yeah. because it's not, China has plenty of containers to send out, but not reefer, but they yeah. need them coming in. So it, we just have this. I wonder why a long time ago somebody just didn't like design a container that could function for any of those purposes. <laughs> like, why don't we just do that? I mean, I get it. I know like refrigeration units are huge. Funny story about that actually. I used to work in a warehouse when I was in high school, and Men's we had warehouse. No, it was a kayak warehouse. We we were at DC for a couple of brands in the Florida area, and we like this was like labor work like so we would get in these containers full of kayaks and one time there was a load that came in on a reefer and (laughs) it was hot in florida because it's florida and so they turned on the reefer while we were unloading the kayaks which was amazing i was like i got cold it was like a great time but um yeah that was that was like a fun job it was hard work but it was fun i was really strong then too yeah you're strong now jimmy just in different ways (laughs) yeah i mean it's such a um 
you know, it's, it's like trying to solve a jigsaw puzzle without having like the border. How do you? It's like how those do you fix this. It's like those graphics, or like I've seen a couple of um, TikToks about this. Yeah, I, I get on TikTok, but I've seen a couple of TikToks where it's like you've got a, a flatbed that can haul uh, lumber, timber. Yeah. go in one direction empty and you've got a flatbed full going the other direction with timber and it's like yeah why why didn't they have some kind of overlap there like there could have been yeah. you know there just needs to be more communication and visibility well, and, and that's like, the the challenge right is there you know how many different solutions are there in the marketplace for visibility capacity all of that it's so fragmented there's no single and that's, I mean, that's capitalism, right? That's that's the market. That's competition. Everybody's trying to do it better than the next. But part of the what we all suffer at in that big eco challenge is by not having one platform that can do all of those things well. Yeah. What's ironic is it's so necessary. I don't know if our irony is the right term for this, but like it's so necessary that we could have that, but that would not breed a competitive marketplace. Yeah. In order to have the visibility that you need, there either needs to be like um, whatever blockchain was supposed to do for the supply chain or like ELD or whatever was supposed to do for the supply chain. Like that needs to actually happen yep. in order for this to like become a thing. Because then businesses can remain competitive, but also certain aspects like we don't want the food supply chain to be in jeopardy in any yeah. more jeopardy than it already is. Like that could actually get kind of scary, like in the long run. And that's one of the things I'm so excited about with Swan Leaf's re recent being acquired by Transportation Insight Holding Company. Like that's one of the things I'm really excited about our path forward is that we're really taking into consideration. We have the the I mean, it's always been in the Swan Leaf dream and vision yes but we finally now we have the resources and the capacity and the breadth to really bring in the carriers and bring in the shippers yeah into one ecosystem that it's not an arm wrestling it's not one against the other it's we're all in this together you know we need it and how can we optimize those relationships yeah. those functions give the visibility across both sides and be able to know there's already a flatbed headed that way yeah what if we split that, you know, yep. the capacity or, hey, this is going this way and I know you're gonna, this company is going to need a, a backhaul and have the, the breadth in, um, you know, client base and in reach and in carrier, you know, shippers and carriers to be able to really stitch together that network in a way that helps to alleviate some of the capacity constraints. The more so really gives us that gives us that visibility to be able to be accountable to doing what is most ethical from a sustainability standpoint, mm -hmm. from and honoring the labor of the carrier standpoint. I mean, there's yeah. so there's so many layers here. That, Even an efficiency standpoint, like yes. just start there. Yeah. Like, but like, yes, yeah, sustainability and all that stuff is like so necessary and has more benefits than I think people are willing to let let of on. Course. Um, but just the efficiency of knowing that, okay, I can do this backhaul and it would work out. Like if I'm going, like that's, there, there I, if I think, efficiency is the feeder yeah, of sustainability, then perfect. The feeder, yeah. you know, like that's one of the, the, I think if we look to efficiency first, and that's why I'm excited, I said earlier about automation getting its day, yes. which is coming at the cost of a workplace shortage due to all these other factors but with automation getting its day driving efficiency 
and then us really approaching this in a way that we are reallocating human resources to do the things that humans do best, yes. not repetitive tasks that a robot can do, that yeah. a machine can do. Yeah. Now we can really start to leverage technology for sustainability, leverage technology yes. for doing good. So yeah. now businesses can be good and do good. And like, it's like you're not even trying which that's that's not what i mean like like that's not what i mean that to doesn't say. have to like, be the goal that doesn't have to be the goal yeah, yeah. exactly i mean yeah. should just I, and i think that's creeping into the radar for folks i think companies are becoming much more conscious whether it's a marketing <laughs> whether they're greenwashing or not you know it's like i don't care you're an ally either way like if you're exactly. if you're trying to help if you're trying to help the planet then cool there's yeah. a lot of people that can get on board with i that. don't need to know your motives specifically if I'm I just, see the outcome, uh, that's doing good. By I'm just thinking about the empty trucks. Like, I think Freight Waves did a piece on how, like, the biggest issue for sustainability and supply chain was empty trucks. Absolutely. Which, I, like, I couldn't agree more. If we could get that happening, like, that's amazing. Also, that would solve a lot around the whole, like, push for a 24-hour supply chain. It would solve a lot around the capacity crunching constraints. Yes. And then, if I could dream a little, then we get Bring it um, on, Jimmy. remote piloted trucks in the yeah. equation. And then you could truly have... Now we're cooking. Yeah. That would be exciting. Absolutely. Which, which who am has, I? Who are you? <laughs> and which, as we talked about a few weeks ago, then that also starts to bring in an accessibility piece to yes. where, like, all of a sudden, the ability to operate a motor carrier becomes open to so many more people. And it just, there's a lot of good that can come out of it. It's like what you were saying about, like, letting humans do what humans would do best like that's the kind of thing that would push for like a quality of life adjustment like so much yeah that would, that would be which is probably why i'm excited about the supply yeah. chain today yeah it's excited about logistics there's a lot to dream about here um jimmy the the, the treat on top of your old-fashioned is actually a very sweet orange which i was nervous about in winter mm. um it's effervescent and delicious and i'm excited for you um but yeah, there's a lot happening, a lot of good, and a lot of good to come. Yes, there are price increases. Yes, there's a lot of volatility. Yes, inflation is a dirty word, um, as a it should dirty be, reality. and a dirty reality. But <laughs> it's gonna. I think at the end of the day, it's going to drive change in, in consumer behavior that may start to lighten some of the burden on supply chain we're not going to course correct overnight it's not going to be we're not going to reset back to there isn't a new normal which is where we're at now but think about the difference between supply chain in 2018 versus 2019. yeah huge yeah huge um and unexpectedly 2019 to 2020 was a huge change in a way that nobody anticipated yeah um so, you know, let's not write off the chance for a better course correction than anticipated, um, but we are where we are and what happens, and we'll keep dreaming about um, how it just keeps getting better day after day. That's right. That's um, right. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, no idea where we'll be next week, but we hope you'll be there with us um, as we continue to take this from a live perspective. I'm Ben. I'm Jimmy. And this has been another week of whatever we're going to call this, Wisconsin Old Fashions with Ben, with and, ben Jimmy. and Jimmy. Um, drinks subject to change, but for now it's winter and we're old-fashioning our way through. So thanks for hanging out with us. See you next week.